When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Well, Jimmy Joe Pesci called at the end of the previous segment, and uh, like Billy Bats, I said, keep him here, keep him here. But I think he got, he must have seen the movie. He got scared and hung up because Key, uh, he, he asked you a question. Do you want to answer, do you remember what the question is, and do you want to answer it? He said something about the dude stays hurt all the time. Want to hear I, the I audio? Want to hear the audio? What do you hear? No, I don't, need, I don't need to hear it. Yeah. He, he said he said that Lamar Jackson basically doesn't deserve two hundred plus million dollars because he stays hurt all the time. And I would argue with him, or I would try and convince him that Lamar Jackson does not stay hurt all the time. Lamar Jackson was hurt last year, and I don't know how hurt Lamar Jackson was, opposed to maybe his feelings being a little hurt because he didn't get the necessary contract. So the way that I look at it is I came out here and put my neck on the line for you guys, and we couldn't come to an agreement. I took a risk. I got hurt, so I removed myself for a couple games to let y'all see and feel what it's like to be without me, even though y'all should know that already. That's kind of the way that I look at it. And on top of that, there's been many quarterbacks in the National Football League that stays hurt. And they still get their money. Keyshawn J. Will I mean, I could point to Kyler Murray. I could say Aaron Rodgers' shoulder was popping out of place several years where he missed time on a consistent basis. He got his money. But I don't even want to go down that hole. Jimmy, you're wrong. I'm right in the discussion. Where's Mike Tannenbaum? He is right here. ESPN NFL front office insider, NFL executive. He was the GM of the Jets. In fact, once upon a time, he traded Keyshawn Johnson for two first-round picks. Yeah, how did that work out for him? I don't know. You won the Super Bowl, though. I remember that. Yeah, how did that work out for him? Mike T, good morning. Hey, good morning to you guys as well. <laughs> so what does the Ravens non-exclusively tagging Lamar Jackson tell you about his market and how the Ravens view Lamar, do you think, Mike? Yeah, there's so much to unpack here. You know, First of all, I saw the same report you guys did, but I would just pump the brakes a little bit from this standpoint. The offseason is a massive continuum with unexpected twists and turns. I'll give you guys a great example. 2016, I'm at the Miami Dolphins. We have a good left tackle in Brandon Albert. The number one guy on the board is Laramie Tunsil. We have the 13th pick, and we have a gazillion other needs. And I'm like, why are we spending five minutes on Laramie Tunsil? There's no way we're going to draft him. To Chris Greer's credit, our GM, he's like, look, we should really just do the background. You never know. Long story short, Laramie Tunsil falls to us at 13. He's a great person, had a little bump in the road. Rest is history. So my point is, we heard last night, be it Atlanta, Carolina, they're, they're not interested. That could change. I've lived that. So we got to pump the brakes on that just a little bit. With that said, I think we're in a really fascinating dynamic here for a number of reasons. On the one hand, Lamar Jackson's missed five games uh, each in the last two seasons. Baltimore can't win without him. And here's the other thing that's fascinating to me, guys. Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin is the new offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. And anytime John Harbaugh trots out there in an OTA a mini camp or a training camp, and Key, you know this, and you don't have your starting quarterback, it's a waste of time. So there is a sense of urgency from Baltimore's standpoint to get him under contract because the leverage Lamar really has 
more so than those 31 other teams, is withholding his services. And by doing that, I have a massive angst if I'm the Ravens because I'm trying to implement a new system. On the other side of the coin, I actually calculated this, guys. $1,777,777. That's a lot of money. That's Lamar Jackson's weekly paycheck. I don't care what you guys say. You'll never convince me that this guy is going to miss a paycheck. I know Le'Veon Bell. I know Sean Gilbert. But $1.7 million a week, I'm hard-pressed to think that he doesn't show up for the regular season. Yeah, but why, why am I taking $32 million, Mike? I'm, Mike, I'm not doing that. Why would I take thirty-two? When I'm deserving of 55. Yep. Like, uh, it, right. And we're just talking about the single year. We're not even talking about the long term. I'm just talking about based on what you just said about breaking down the weekly paychecks that he would be due. Why would I do that? That That's defeating the whole purpose. Well, because he, here's why. I'm going to play this season to augment. Well, first of all, by playing key, that puts even more pressure on – Baltimore, because if he plays this year out, which let's hope there's a long-term deal here, but then that's 20% more. That's $40 million on their cap next year. That is really hamstringing the organization. That puts even more pressure on them. So I do think there are some benefits for him to play beyond the $1.7 million. Mike, when you think about Lamar Jackson wanting a guaranteed contract above Deshaun Watson, do you actually think there are suitors out there that would realistically think about doing that? You know, Jay, well, it's a great question. I think the short answer is, you know, we're sitting here on May 8th, and I'd say the answer is doubtful. However, someone is going to be sitting at the quarterback table without a seat. It could be Carolina. It could be Atlanta. It could be Washington. We don't know who it's going to be. It could be the New York Jets. Hmm. And someone's going to say, you know what? I hate what Cleveland did. I can't believe they guaranteed $230 million. But you know what? It's a risk we have to take because – the alternative is the great unknown of Will Levis or fill in the blank. So because so many teams need a quarterback, if I'm Lamar, if I was talking to Lamar today, guys, I would just say, look, this stings. I get it. But let's just be patient here because a ton can happen between now and the end of April when the draft is. And I've lived it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. And you just don't know what's going to happen. And some team's going to say, you know what, we may just have to pay this bill. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, former NFL executive, the, well, never mind, the guy who <laughs> traded away Keyshawn Johnson along with some other people. They'll never live it down. Join us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike, Jay just mentioned to you on the fully guaranteed side, correct? So you haven't been in the room and have done this many times over with contracts. When you look at a fully guaranteed contract, and I continue to go back to this because I want people to really understand. We're talking about $230 million to Deshaun Watson. Can we get to 232 over the first four years on a seven-year pack so you could extend it out? Is that not the same thing? Yeah, Key, that's a great idea because I think in this situation, both sides are going to have to declare victory, right? Lamar is a really unique guy. No agent, has bet on himself, first-round pick, league MVP. And, oh, by the way, he's only 26, right? So – he, You have to be really special. You have to have rare mental toughness to do what he's doing, guys. And then, from a team standpoint, you have an owner to respond, you know, report to. I've done that for over 20 years. Sometimes those are really difficult conversations because these are men that usually get what they want on their terms. And this is a situation where, like, look, 
here's the cost of doing business. If we're going after a franchise quarterback, here's the bill we have to pay. We may not like it. We may cringe, but it is what it is. So, Mr. Owner X, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay him 232 but we're going to control him for seven years, not four years. And over time, be it Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, whomever else, they're going to go blow past this, and we'll feel good about the deal in two to three years. And we're investing in Lamar, not for the next couple of years, but for the rest of his career. Mike Tannenbaum, I think it is fair for people to infer from the tweets of several players around the league and from a lot of talk this morning uh, that the question is, have the owners colluded to suppress Lamar Jackson's market? And the reason for that is very quickly there was a leak. There were leaks and reports that five different teams, some of them thought to be foremost among the teams who'd be in the market for Lamar, you know, they're not interested. So the reason I ask this question is the here's the logic to it, Mike. If you know, usually if a team want if a team is not interested in a player, they don't tip their hand because they want that player's market to go up. So the team that does acquire him has to spend more money on him, right? So it seems like competitive interests of teams are here being superseded by business interests of teams as a collective of the league, right? Why else would so many teams allow this information to leak and be reported that they're out of the Lamar sweepstakes unless what they're really trying, what they're foremost is on their mind, is to suppress the quarterback market to make sure that the Deshaun Watson contract is not seen as the standard. Otherwise, why wouldn't they be driving the market up on whichever team were to acquire them? Yeah, I would say this from a GM perspective. And, Max, you're asking a question really at the ownership level. But if I was the GM of the Falcons – I would have said what they said yesterday on the record, and here's why. I'm talking to Desmond Ritter. I don't really care about collusion. I don't care about what Cleveland did and the mistake of $230 million guaranteed. My audience is Desmond Ritter, and that young man needs to know we are all in on you. If I'm Washington, I'm talking to Sam Howell and saying, hey, Sam, this is your job, and I have your back. So in this day and age, when you're running a team, guys, and there's eight gazillion rumors every single day, most of which is just noise, your locker room is going to hear it. So from a leadership standpoint, you want to tamp it down. Now, with that said, Max, I totally see what you're saying, but I would just pump the brakes a little bit. Again, we're sitting here. It's early in March. If we're sitting here on May 1st and Lamar has no visits, Lamar has no offers, that's a different conversation. But again, when I saw Atlanta in particular, I I thought to myself, that's really smart because apparently they really believe in Desmond Ritter. Interesting answer. Mike, it, it, let's talk about the quarterback market for a second because we're, you know, we're throwing out numbers. Who's going to be above Deshaun Watson with guaranteed money? In two or three years, do you see the market for quarterbacks trending in that direction? Yeah. Like, will that be the new norm? Yeah, no, Jay, well, I think we're, this is a fascinating offseason that you know, the four of us will continue to talk about because you know, Lamar is the tip of the iceberg. Right behind him is Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. And by the way, Jalen Hurts is extension eligible. We got to remember, we got to remind our audience that Jalen was a second round pick, so he's extension eligible. I think all those guys are going to blow past 50 million a year with guarantees well over 200 million. So again, you know, and I've been there guys. When you do these huge deals, you're like, "Oh, I hate being at the top of the market." But the way it's going with these quarterbacks, you're only going to be there for a couple minutes because you're going to be surpassed. Like Daniel Jones is a great example. I'm sure the Giants Gosh, they made a mistake, right? They could have given them the fifth-year option for $22 million. They overpaid by $18 million, and I'm sure they're kicking themselves by saying, like, we made a mistake here. But that's the bad news. The good news is at $40 million a year, that's going to look like a bargain yep. in the next 18 months. So I agree with you, Jay. Will. This market is changing and changing in a hurry. 
Hey, Mike, real quick, because we're up against the clock. Have you ever jumped on a plane to go chase down a girl that's a really good player and you couldn't you couldn't get it like the New York Jets and then you got to fly home empty-handed? I've chased a, a former Green Bay Packer quarterback on a plane and came back with him. Woo! Okay. Okay. Go on, Mike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits in one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Thank you, Mike. Did Lamar Thanks. overpay, overplay, he hasn't been overpaid yet, has Lamar overplayed his hand? 888-SAY-ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. This whole album. Easy listening, boy. What? You, you Makes me want to curl up. Where did I hear in the last couple of years that MJ <laughs> used to sing uh, giving you the best that I got while I was giving people the business? What? It's so gangster. that MJ would be singing giving you the best that I got. That's a song off this album. Yeah. Anita. Mike, Michael Jordan, uh, Jay. Well, you well, know. Oh. Mike, he's a basketball player. And, uh, but like to me, that's the most gangster thing I ever heard because I know what MJ was talking he just about. wants to let you know this is as good as he's gotten. It's better than whatever you got. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the clarification, Key. Yeah. MJ is Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Gordon, founder of the Utah Girls Tackle Football League, is with us, gentlemen. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Doing pretty good. Midterm season, but, you know. Of course. How did you become involved in the Utah Girls Tackle Football League? Uh, Well, I was always playing football growing up with the boys. And then speaking at a middle school assembly, I asked the question, how many girls here would want to play football? And it seemed like almost every hand in the room went up. And after that moment, I talked with my dad, and we got some people who'd been wanting to start a league for a while. And uh, we got it up and going. So I've been there since the beginning, and I'm still – doing what I can to support it, even though I'm no longer in Utah. Sam, I saw you went viral when you were nine years old. Like, what was that like for you at nine? It was it was a little crazy. I was definitely getting some experiences that no nine-year-old should ever get. Um, but it was so fun getting to go to the Super Bowl and hang out with the 49ers and do all these incredible things. What type of feedback do you get from a, around the globe from different women, kids, you know, just about your whole story and where it's at today? I think there has been a lot of support and progress, and people are really starting to get behind the idea of women and girls playing football and loving it. 
um, the movement that we've seen with Flag. Uh, there have just been so many different people who will reach out to me and say that they they love football, and I'm glad to see many more people getting involved. Who's your favorite NFL football player? Oh boy, that's a good question. I my my go-to was always always saying JJ Watt. Uh, I had like a chance to meet him back in the day, and I just was always trying to recreate what he was doing on defense. <laughs> I would have thought you would have said Patrick Mahomes, given the fact, you know, you're so close to close to Kansas City there. I was like, oh, I bet she says Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I liked watching him in the Super Bowl. Sam Gordon, founder of the Utah Girls Tackle Football League. Uh, I understand you attend Columbia University, my alma mater. Very good. Is that correct? Do I have the right information? Oh, yes. Yeah, here right now. Uh, go Lions. Uh, matter of fact, when, when I was there, Sam, we were on like an historic <laughs> losing streak, and then Marcellus Wiley shows up, and the losing streak ended, and then uh, he and I wound up working in TV and radio years later uh, in L.A. So you know, who knows what happens, the connections you make at Columbia. What is, but what is your story? Can you tell your story uh, quickly for people who are not familiar with how, what, like how, wh- how you went viral, all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh, as a nine-year-old, went out and played football against the boys. Had my highlight video went viral because I was doing really good, I guess. Um, and it was just such a crazy experience. I think it got five million views in three days, and I was traveling all over the country and getting to go to the Super Bowl and practice with the 49ers and do these incredible things. Um, and then I kind of transitioned and have created this Utah Girls Tackle Football League in Utah, which has been incredible to see it grow. Um, we're hoping to get around 700 girls this season. Uh, and this is us not even being a sanctioned high school sport. Um, and we have our lawsuit going on against our high school districts where we're trying to force girls to force schools to offer girls tackle football as a separate sport so there's a lot of progress going on there um but i have been involved with football since i was nine years old and i'm still fighting today for women to have an equal opportunity to play sam i love this because i love startup businesses right from like an investor perspective like talk to me about some of the the challenges obviously you're in school while trying to manage a business at the same time how do you do both I mean, I, I think I have incredible support. I would not be where I am today without my dad and all the other amazing people who are passionate about the girls' league. And I think I have learned so much in playing and experiencing myself. And I just know how much girls love football. So it's really not a hard business in my head to keep up because you have an entire demographic of girls who aren't being served by any other sport. And then you have this opportunity to play girls football and they're coming out and loving it. I think the hardest part is kind of word of mouth marketing and trying to show people that, hey, girls can play football and here's a chance to do it. And obviously expanding into other areas is difficult because it was such a from the ground up um, situation where my dad was doing a lot of the load. But uh, I think we're going to keep seeing it expand and I'm excited to see what happens. Sam, but when I ask you to tell your story, it starts with I'm nine years old and I'm doing really well. But in order to be doing really well at nine, it has to start before that. What got you interested in the first place? Was it your mom, your dad, a sibling, friends? Like, when did you start playing football and thinking, yes, this is something <laughs> I want to do? 
Um, I was always part of a football family. Like at recess, that was my go-to thing. I would go play with the boys, and I loved juking and scoring the touchdown and everything. Um, I grew up playing competitive soccer, and I'm still playing soccer here at Columbia. Um, but I actually got involved with football because my older brother was playing, and at his practices, I would see them running wind sprints, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go run them with them. So I would, and I would be most of the players on his team, even though they were three years older than me. And this became a whole competition, and me. his coach at one of the practice was like, hey, Sam, I think you could be really good at football. And that kind of gave me the idea. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's go play football. So I trained for like the next three months, hardcore with this guy named Rocky, and then, yeah. uh, came out, scored first in every single speed and agility drill, uh, and, and had a very successful first season. Sam's just an athlete. Mm. By the way, and shows impeccable judgment choosing Columbia over, for example, Duke or USC. I think that is impeccable <laughs> judgment from this young man. Sam, how was it when you took your first hit, though? Because, see me, I don't like to get hit. That's why I play basketball. You hit me on the finger, that's a foul. You got four more, you're out. Can't even look at Jay sideways, he calls foul. Exactly. I, I always had the, the, the hammer, not the nail philosophy. I think it helped that I was training with my older brother, who was three years older than me, and he didn't take it easy. And so I grew up getting hit and knocked to the ground, and huh. I wasn't afraid to do that once I put pads on. Sam Gordon, thank you so much for you. joining us this morning, and best of luck going forward at that fine institution that you attend. All right, Sam. Congrats. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Right. That was Sam Gordon, founder of the Utah Girls Tackle Football League. If you have to continue to try to force your institution on somebody, it must not be that fine. Exactly. What forcing it? She chose to go. This remarkable young woman chose to go to Columbia, and they accepted her because of her extraordinary uh, life so far and obviously but academic again, abilities, which are the highest standard. If you have to end. continue to mention Columbia, then it's not a fine institution. I didn't say it. You just said it, but thank you for that. Was LeBron's tweet about Bronny disrespectful toward the NBA, toward NBA players? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. By visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Sunday on ESPN Radio, Julius Randle and the New York Knicks continue a West Coast road trip in Los Angeles where they'll face Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Anthony Davis plays it up and stuffs it home. Coverage begins Sunday at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. KJM ESPN Radio. College basketball is in the home stretch. Tune in tonight for the ACC tournament. Coverage begins at nine at six thirty p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So LeBron James tweeted a couple days ago about Bronny being better than some players in the NBA. Was it disrespectful toward other NBA players? Here's the tweet: Man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today expletive, lightweight, hilarious, and then a bunch of, you know, head to the side, squinting, crying, laughing emojis. So the cats in question is the graphic you would see right now if you have ESPNU on TV. Teams playing at the time of LeBron's tweet. Who is he referring to? The Nuggets played the Raptors. Denver won 118-113. The Kings played the Pelicans. Sacramento won 123-108. Maybe it was someone on one of those rosters. He didn't mention any names, which is good of him. Maybe he's thinking about someone on one of those rosters, guys. Uh, Jay, this is your world. Let me let me understand. I mean, I got I got no problem with LeBron, like straight up, like positioning his son to be a top ten pick. I mean, it's mm-hmm. first off when you watch Bronny play, you're like you're Bronny Bronny's okay, man. Bronny's good defensively. Bronny has great passing ability. Athletically, he, he he's starting to be built more and more like his dad. I'm not saying it's like an elite elite athletic ability like a Zach Levine, but it ain't far off, man. And he shoot that thing differently, too. Like, if he keeps growing, he's on trajectory, I think, to, to be a pro, to be potentially a lottery pick. Mm. Like, I, I don't see anything wrong with what LeBron said. And also, people develop at different rates. Like, just because it's generally a good rule of thumb, how good are you at what age? Because generally, the aging curve is, like, similar for people. But some people take a little longer to develop. They hit their growth spurt at a certain time. They fill out. They get, they get a little more bouncy or a little more fast twitchy at a certain age. Uh, the 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 base seems to be there with this guy, right? Jay, would you say with Bronny? I, I think yeah, there, there is a base for him to be a pro for sure. What do you think, he? Oh, I don't have any. It's his dad. His dad knows more about basketball than I do. So if his father feels that he's he's better than the pros are right now, that he watched play the other night, what uh, what what arguments do I have? I I'm not LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> I certainly. Would think highly of my son if my son was playing, and I thought highly of my son when my son was playing. So I don't have a I don't have a problem at all about it. I um, mean, I feel like he's being tongue in cheek though, right? Like it's like blank, lightweight, hilarious. <laughs> like you know, you, you look at something. I, I I don't think this is LeBron James. For people who just want to take him and say, well, you know, he's he Bronny's not better than this guy right now. Like okay, like fine, like Bronny's what sixteen? Don't take it literally. 70, like don't take it literally, yeah, right? It, it's of- more so like. Yeah, like with where my son is going, I'm seeing – and Key, you and I talk this way. Max, not so much you. But, like, as a player in the league, I'm like, man, that dude got $75 million over two years. That dude's not it. That dude, like, that's how you look at other people Hater. when you're in the league. You're in it. So when you're in it and then you're looking at your own kid and you're like, man, that dude got this deal. Come on, man. My son going to get this. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to look at it. In other words, LeBron might be looking at it going, man, Bronny's getting a lot of criticism like he's really not all that. But meantime, I'm watching the NBA. 
And so it's kind of like a two-way thing. It's like these guys I'm you're saying he can't be this. He could be what I'm he could be at least exactly. some of what I'm seeing right now. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. That's, you know, you and, know I mean, and, can you look at dudes like, man, that I I know without saying names, I know dudes in the league I'm like, okay. Like the owner the owner knows somebody connected to a school who knows I, I get it. You're the four, you're, you're the 13th guy on the roster. You're the 14th guy on the roster. Yeah. You're yeah. a guy playing. I, I I get it. I get how you got there. Cool. But then if I'm looking at my own son, if I'm in the league, I'm like, I know you shouldn't be there, but I'm looking at my kid saying, oh, no, you're going to be there. You can easily be there. If he's there, you need to be there. He should should flex all his muscles to get his son where him and his family so desire he should be, whatever that means, right? Whatever team, wherever it's at, he should do that. Uh, You know, it's going to be fascinating to follow and see because there's no player that I can't, Recall another son of a player of LeBron's statue that has lived up or even come close to what their parents were. I, I just, you know, I can't recall anybody. No, I mean, LeBron because, is because when you're at that level, what he, LeBron is at a different different level in a different world. What are the odds that your kid could be well, that good? What are your odds man? that your kid is going to be a, a Nike guy, a, a McDonald's? What are, what are, what's the Nike camp, Jay? The All-Star, what's that called? The the Hoop Summit or the, the Nike Summit American the, camp? Yeah, the Nike. Who, what are the chances your son going to be in the Hoop Summit, Nike deal, McDonald's All-American? Like, it's just doesn't happen like that. You could be a good like player. Like, you well, could be Del Curry. You could be... Bobby Bonds or Ken Griffey Sr., good players, really good players. But it's easier to pass that or to reach that than it is to be Ken Griffey Jr. Well, think about this. Hell, to be a lottery pick. Who's the greatest player to ever play the game in basketball, Max? I know you're going to Jordan. Okay, great. Where was Marcus Jordan? (laughs) Yeah, right. Is Marcus Jordan anywhere close? Where is Marcus Jordan? Well, no. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I I knew how to make you laugh. (laughs) Are you saying he's playing in the league? (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's definitely playing in the league. The uh, league of his own. Nice. Yeah, he's in the league of his own. But like, where, where does Marcus Jordan compare to where Bronny is? Like, I'm think, not in a position to answer that question. But like, think, I mean, think about that. If, you're saying, if you want to quibble between LeBron, Kareem, or, or, or Michael, right? Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, where I saw him as a basketball player. Bronny James is different. Mm-hmm. So, like, Bronny James closer. If you're talking about upper echelon, where their kids are in comparison where that Bronny James is closer to that than Marcus Jordan or his yeah. kids. Kareem Kareem son played too though. Yeah. Kareem son played. He just was, you know, yeah, just that's what I'm saying. Had a so uniform. Like, right, Bronny's right, already exceeded expectations. This. So who was he talking about? Was he talking about Keon Ellis who got a minute in that Sacramento game? <laughs> what? Was he talking about PJ Joe? Right um that that got a, mi- a couple minutes in that game. <laughs> who's he talking like, about, guys? Like who's he talking was he talking about Alex Lynn who got a minute in that game? Uh, I, that I Kings have Pelican? no idea. Who's he talking, who's about? talking about? Like, stop this. Let's do let's do the radio thing. Who was he talking about? Yeah, who's he talking about? Well, guys? Who's he talking about, Jay? Thank goodness we're not part of the media. I don't do the radio thing. <laughs> I, you ain't gonna see me say other man's names out loud. I you know, no you can do that, you know? Neither did LeBron, but he was watching someone. Like, someone inspired him to send that tweet. It's was not just ta- what you said earlier, Jay. You watch NBA is- League Pass every night like I do. You're going to see dudes who, like, as a player, I'm not saying you, Max, or Nuno, but as a player, I could be like, man, look, it ain't, it ain't that You different. see that every night? Yes. So, yeah, so someone's hey, getting hey, burned hey, every hey. night that you see. Hey, Max, I see it in the NFL every Sunday during the season. Right. Like, wait a minute, man. Why is this dude even out there? This, 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 come on. Seriously? Who could he be talking about? What were, who are the candidates again, Nuno? 
I mean, let's go. I mean, Matthew Delvadova is still in the league. Was he talking about him? Was he watching the Cavs-Celtics game on replay and saw Grant Williams trying to be slick and be like, oh, I'm going to make these two free throws and miss both of them and end up losing that game in overtime? Who was he talking about? Come on. Like, he was talking about someone. Can't let's be Delvadova. Delvadova was his uh, – What is he, 50? That was his right-hand man when they went six games with the Warriors when everyone was hurt. Definitely ain't talking about Grant Williams. Grant Williams, nice. Yeah, Grant, Grant Williams is a good player. Play. Well, yeah. whoever whoever he's talking about certainly can't clap back at him, so it doesn't matter. And Even if he is, mentioned the name, what you going to say to LeBron? Nothing. Could you, could you imagine how messed up it would be, though, if he mentioned the name? Like, good for him for not – because you idolize LeBron. Everyone's in the league. Oh, LeBron. And then all of a sudden LeBron calls someone out. You're not going like, to be oh, – Well, it's on. different, too. Like, And this is, the, this is the problem with this, right? Like, when, when people – and, Key, you and I both playing in this world, you recognize how difficult it is to get there first off. Right. Secondly, to exceed expectations when you're part of 0.1% of the world doing something. Right. So, like, you don't want to bring anybody down, but, like, when we're all in the room together, we know what time it is. No, you way, never, so never want to You never want to burn so anybody up. But come on, Jay. We, nah, you I, and I, I talk about, you and I talk about certain players from certain universities that played certain positions that, you know, got a certain yeah. height. And, then, and it's like, come on, Jay. But seriously. you don't say names, though. Key, you just don't say names. Like, it man, gives permission stop. to other people who didn't play to try to do the same thing. Be like, ah, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, to play in the NBA, rough calculation, <laughs> you're one in like 80 million. I think it's something like one in 80. It's point point oh 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 oh. Max, that proves the point when Key and I hear people like, oh, that dude's a bum. I'm like, no, look, we might be able to call that. You no, can't no, call but, them that. But, but the, for the fans, it's a consumer product. So for the fans, the, the standard is the league, right? So it's like league average. So if you have like, is he MVP caliber? No. Is he an all-star? No. Is he, is he a starter? No. Is he a rotation player? No. All right. Is he a bench guy? Is he replaceable? The, Are there guys in the G Brian League Scalabini. maybe who can be there? What do you say about Cope? What do you say about uh, Brian uh, Scal said, and he's hundred percent. Right. He was a bench guy, right? It was he was he was, but but there was some high school player who challenged him, and he was like, "Look, man." I'm much, much closer to LeBron James than, than you, you are, are to me. me. And, of course, he's right about that. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you put it in perspective. Yeah. If, if yeah, people are thinking Max that, Kellerman. if people are thinking they're anywhere in the same universe as some as the worst player in the NBA, then but they should be They do. When they talk they that do. trash like that, they're like, oh, you're a bum. I'm like, hold on. But I don't, you're a bum. I don't think what that's, you're a bum. I don't think that's what they mean. Look, look. I don't think that's what they mean. But if they they're saying compared to the other. Other players, oh, God, the no, 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 Max, you're way too smart. You're giving way too much credit. That's for, true. They, fine, that's fine, not, fine. Guilty. You're welcome. Way too smart. Come on, man. Oh, that Who's guy should. That, stuff that like guy should have caught that. He should have like, made that oh, shot. Yeah, gotta blah, make blah. that. Gotta make that catch. Gotta make that catch. Sixty miles an hour. Yeah. It's yeah. windy. You got one hand. The DB's on your back. Ah, you gotta catch he, that. He, he, he makes too so much money for that. Yeah. yeah. Like really? Oh, okay. All right. Listen. Why don't eight, you eight, try? Say ESPN. Pat Costello. Right back to the NFL. Did the Ravens overplay their hand? Did Lamar? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will. And Max. The Ravens hit Lamar Jackson with the non-exclusive franchise tag yesterday, right at the deadline. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. He's one of the top five or six quarterbacks in the National Football League. He's one of the top two to three players in the National Football League. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. If anyone's confused by Key saying top five or six quarterbacks, yet top two or three players... How could you be one of the top two or three players if you're only one of the top five or six at your position? Key has Lamar in his own uh, what he calls bucket. Oh, did I confuse people, Max? No, I just realized when coming in, listening to the sound from earlier in the show, you said f- top five to six quarterbacks in the league, top two to three players in the league. Because yeah. his style is not just traditional quarterback. No, no. He's, he's not, also your no. run game. He's a lot. Yeah. yeah, he's a lot. So when you talk about I, – I don't look at – for instance, he's not in the league anymore as of yet. He may unretire next week, but who knows? Like, I don't look at Tom Brady as one of the top two or three players mm-hmm. in the league. I look at he him is as a quarterback. Two or three QBs. Right. I look at Jalen Hurts as one of the yep. top four or five football players and one of the top ten quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Because he does more than just drop back and throw the football. And maybe that hurts him. Maybe that hurts his market because. The quarterback's shelf life is the longest of all the positions because the arm ages better than the legs, for example, which most other positions require, right, like as primarily. And so maybe people are looking at Lamar see, I, that I, way. Maybe I, he's looking I, at himself I that way. That's why he wants to, to stop you. I always have to stop you when you say that, though, Max, because he still throws with his arm. Uh, no and question. And he still could do it even if he didn't have his legs. There's another way to look at it, which is – as long as you can well, I want throw, to have his legs, but you know what I mean, right? But as long as you can throw, which he really can, the other way to look at it might be someone who can do more things should have a longer shelf life because when one of their attributes starts to fade, they can rely on something else. Um, well, that's the way I don't it think is. That's it, the way. It's that's viewed, the way but that's the way. It, it probably isn't viewed that way because that's the way it's set up. It's set up that way. That doesn't mean it's right. If you if you know the NFL and you know like positions and stuff like that when a guy could do more it helps his team right so if i can move my corner as he gets older to safety guess what his career extends if i could take my outside receiver as he gets older and loses some speed and slide him inside to play the slot position yeah. It extends Corner his career. Corner becomes a safety, et cetera, et cetera. A hundred times over. Mac mm-hmm. in Illinois has something to say about Lamar's contract. You're on KJM, Mac. Hey, how y'all doing, fellas? What What's up, up Mac? Hey, first of all, thanks for the opportunity. I got to say this because last time I called, I got picked on by my hometown. I'm uh, representing Carmadale, Illinois, home of the SIU Salukis. 
And the point I'm trying to make about Lamar is this. Pay the man his money. A, he's been in the top ten in completion percentage since he's been in the league. He's won MVP. He's been a model citizen. He hasn't been in trouble at all off the field. And what else can you say? He's been to the playoffs. I believe he's even won a playoff game. He got hurt the last two years. Okay, I understand that. That's what they're trying to knock on him. But the man is there. He shows up, and he does what he's supposed to do. And he's a superstar. So if you lose a superstar to a free agency and you didn't keep him or retain him, that's on y'all. Absolutely. You developed this guy. You drafted him, developed him, and now you're going to treat him a certain way or allow somebody else to benefit off what you've already invested in. It makes zero sense to me. But in the end, I'd still, I, in the end I, I still always believe he's going to be a Raven. I just don't know what that number going to land at. Kimberly A. Martin was on the show earlier. She talked about Diana Rossini mentioning early last year during the season that that number was closer to 160 to 180 in between there is what Lamar Jackson told Diana Rossini. We've been sitting around talking about 133 for quite some time now. My complete mind has changed. Now it's like, well, 180, you might be able to get closer to 200 if that's the real number. <laughs> they're not 100 million apart. Yeah, in other yeah words. they're not 100 million apart, so I feel a little bit better. Benjamin in Los Angeles. Oh, Jay, all right. Way to go. Gotcha. Y'all, man. What's up, Ben? Hello, What's up, man. Uh, uh, Benjamin, man. Uh, <laughs> no Ben, man, but it's all great, man. Benjamin, uh, nah, okay, nah, Benjamin. Say, yes, sir. Yes, hey, man. First of all, man, all y'all, man, much respect, man, because y'all, y'all all legends, and y'all, and y'all, you know, saying profession, and even this radio show, this podcast thing, it, it's, it's tight, man. I just tapped in or on that John Morant episode, and I, because I've been hip to y'all, but I wasn't tap tapped in, but I've been tapped in to the fullest ever since I'm. I'm I'm definitely uh, one of the one of the uh, members now, man. Oh, you locked in, okay? I'm locked in, man. I'm locked in. But now I want to say, bro. Uh, uh, for the first man, for the most part, man, I I I, I want Lamar to leave the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. I mean, the reality is that, like I said, they 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 really don't value the quarterback like that. Because like I said, everybody talk about him getting hurt them two seasons. They running him like a running back. People forget that that Facts. offensive coordinator. His thing was running the ball. He wasn't really geared on trying to pass the ball. So it's like, for all this little, this whole notion that Lamar can't throw the ball when he led the league in touchdown passes the year he won the MVP, the one season that they actually tried to throw the ball, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just ridiculous. So I feel like, uh, you know, one, the burnt, the uh, bridges is already burned. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they disrespected him. They clearly ain't really filling the quarterback position like that as far as paying them. The one time they paid the quarterback, Joe Flacco, it really didn't work out. So they probably got trauma from that situation. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let him move on because he probably don't even want to be there. And I think from everything he done did, I think the I hope the Ravens probably feel like, you know, hey, he done he did a lot for us. Let's respect that he don't want to be here and let's just get him where he wanna go and then let's get something in return. You know what I'm what, saying? What so part Benjamin, Benjamin what Benjamin, what part of LA you from? I'm from Indianapolis, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm in Lawndale, technically. But I've been all over since I've been out here. I've been in Watts, Compton, Long Beach, uh, Redondo Beach. I, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm uh, South Central. I've been Redondo everywhere Beach. out here, man. So. man. No, I could just, I could, I could, I, I pick up the, the, the vernacular, so to speak. <laughs> oh man, that's Indianapolis, though. I'm telling you, man. We, we, it's like. I feel like L.A. is remind me of the crib, man. I ain't only alive, man. So it's, it's definitely a. Uh, 
Definitely a little uh, Kendrick Spirits out here for sure, for sure. You know, all right, Benjamin, Andy. appreciate all right. the call. All right, all right y'all. He said he'd been all up the coast. Key Redondo, Hermosa, Manhattan. Yeah, he, he, I, the vernacular is uh, very uh, Southern California, must say. <laughs> Inner city Southern California. So I'm like, okay, let me ask my man where he's from, from. Now Indiana is just like Compton. All right, Daniel Jones <laughs> <laughs> has a new contract. Kellerman. That's right. Daniel Jones, they very worked special. it out, and he's not at the top of the market. In fact, when you look at the guarantee, it's very interesting what the Giants just did. But some people think the Giants may have made a mistake. So where does Keyshawn Johnson, where does Jay Will land on this side, on which side of the argument on the Daniel Jones debate? Keyshawn, that was English more or less what I just said. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.